0: Hello. Welcome to the podcast Process Theology, which explains how it is that everything is in the process of becoming, even God, and you are the means by which God does so. You are significant. My name is Daniel. And I am the host of this podcast. In the last podcast, we discussed the concept of what existed beyond the physical universe. And we talked about how the composition of such. And existence is composed of thought, higher consciousness, knowing. And we talked about how that higher consciousness, that thought existence, had access to knowledge of all forms. Now, we never named in the last podcast what that existence is, but we have talked about it often in these podcasts. And the name is unimportant. The concept is what is important. But in the West... We call that existence God. In the East, we call it Brahma. Now, some would say, in the East, the Hindus are polytheists, but in actuality, they are not. They have an ultimate ethereal existence, which they call Brahma. And they have many other existences subordinate that they give strange names to. Strange in the sense in the West we have not heard of them before. But we do the same thing in the West. For we talk in terms of monotheism of God, Yahweh, Allah. But when one examines the religions of the West, we have so many things that are ethereal in nature that we respectfully recognize, such as angels, such as Michael, such as the saints. So that is really no different than the Hinduistic concepts of the lesser, quote, gods. But we're not going to go into that right now. We're going to wrap up prophecies. The prophecies span time, they span cultures, they span the globe. Some even come from we know not where. They lie as grains of sand upon the beach, too numerous to count and too intriguing to ignore. The eight prophecies that we discussed in the past were only eight of thousands. The Internet is a wonderful source of exploring the universal characteristics of these messages of hope. Yes, hope. Because they all imply the message they have to offer us is not a message of the end of time, but the beginning of a new time phase. They all say the transition from our present emphasis upon the material will change to the social, to concern over the individual, to concern over the rights of the individual to travel, because the individual is more than an individual. They all imply we will break through a new level of consciousness. What could that new level of Consciousness be? That new level of Consciousness is supposedly a new form of understanding what it is we are and why we exist. A new sense of connection, whatever the case, the implication is that we will continue to grow as individuals and as a summation of individuals, as a species. None of the prophecies imply the end of the world has come, but rather the end of an age. They say the transition will be turbulent, but we will get through it. They also say we have the ability, the free will, to reduce the turbulence if we choose to do so. The work I have written was not written as doom or gloom, nor to attempt to give validity to prophecy. Rather, it was written based upon the concept that criticism is worthless as pure criticism. And thus the only way criticism can be of value is if it is constructive. Constructive criticism is an action that suggests a flaw and then suggests a reasonable solution. The work I have recorded may appear to be centered around the concept of suggesting that the model of symbiotic panantheism, the model of process theology, the model of process reality, should be Adapted by society. This appearance, however, is what comes from examining the surface instead of exploring the message. The message is that it is time to build a model of what we think we are by using what we believe, what we see, and what we root reason. It is time to build a unified view, a universal philosophy, because it could help us make our next great leap as a species. It could help prepare us for the next step forward, to step into the heavens themselves. The pyramids, the Hopi, the man calendar revelations the wheel of dharma edgar cayce nostradamus and paleomagnetism have told us the same thing change will occur and with the change will come major trauma unless unless we change These prophecies have not left us a message of despair. They have left us a message of hope. They have told us we can reduce the trauma if we wish to do so, and if we are willing to make the effort. The question is, are we willing to do so? The work I have recorded has taken what we believe, religion, what we see, science, and what we reason, philosophy, and what we've been told, prophecy, and used them to build a universal philosophy capable of uniting religion, philosophy, and science. Trilogy represents an example of the type of change we are capable of generating. Symbiotic panantheism, process theology, process reality, may be a leap great enough to be the central theme for the next 500 years. But that is not the point. The point is we need to begin to look for a means by which we are able to make the next leap of enlightenment without having it forced upon us. The process involves building a model we can accept as a species of individuals. The model cannot be the answer. But needs to be a working model that undergoes constant change to fit our changing perceptions and understandings as they develop. Symbiotic panentheism, process theology, process reality, all one in the same, is a unifying. Peace-generating, tolerance-oriented, justice-provoking, significance-inducing, loving, rationality. It creates a logically-oriented observation, supported, foundation, capable of destroying, or I'm sorry, incapable of destroying anything, anything we hold dear and capable of reinforcing our significance in the universe. Significance is something we need to understand before we encounter the mysterious events that will present themselves as we emerge into space itself. If the concept of symbiotic panantheism, process theology, process reality, leads people to become Christian, it will have failed in its purpose. If symbiotic panantheism, process theology, process reality, leads the Christian to come to being a Hindu, it has failed. If it leads the atheist to become a theist or a Jew to become a Muslim or a Muslim to become Buddhist, it has failed. Conversion is the sign of failure of the model. For conversion proves the model is not a universal model, a unified view, but rather conversion shows the model is slanted one side or the other the conversion shows the model is a statement of faith rather than a statement of the uniqueness of all three faith observation and reason The only way the model could be considered successful is with its establishment of a desire to change who we are in order to prevent major catastrophe predicted by prophecies. The model of panentheism, process theology, process reality, cannot prevent a meteor from striking the Earth. But the model could change our perception of what life is, and thereby change this most traumatic sequence of events. Trauma may be initiated by a meteor strike, terrorist detonation of a hydrogen bomb over New York, or anthrax being introduced into the water supply of Tel Aviv. But these episodes themselves are not where the major trauma will lie. The major trauma will lie in how we react to these events, both individually and as a species. As a species, global war, global economic collapse and global retaliation will generate the most trauma. As individuals, small bands of humans attempting to profit from the cataclysm by establishing their own turf, their own dominance of individuals, their own definition of inclusion into their group could create trauma worldwide on a level the likes of which we have never before seen. Change in perception could circumvent both the species and individual regression into our past actions of dominance, power struggles, self-righteousness, abuse, and self-serving actions. Only a change in perception uniting the logic of reason, the strength of faith, and the absolute of observation can form a model of perception capable of overriding our historical behavior of building great civilizations only to have them destroyed in order to make room for new ideas. Only by changing ourselves voluntarily, intentionally, can we possibly prevent the traumatic prophecies that have stood before our species since time began. Change will occur, whether we like it, or not. It is the way of the universe. It is the way of reality. It well may be the way of the larger reality, the causative force herself. This time, however, we can control the change by changing ourselves. This cannot take place on a basis of triviality, nor on a basis of governmental decree. It has to take place on a basis of global, individual consensus. The only manner to obtain such an independent consensus is through a constructive construction of a unified view uniting religion, science, and philosophy by fusing faith, observation, and reason. The construction of such a model would not convert a Hindu to a Christian, nor a Muslim to a Jew. Rather, it would change them all by broadening the idea of inclusiveness, The Hindu now becomes a Hindu-Christian and the Christian a Christian-Hindu. The Muslim would become a Muslim Jew and the Jew a Jewish-Muslim. One could even become a Hindu-Jewish-Buddhistic Christian-Muslim. All would worship in each other's houses of worship. All would respect the uniqueness of the other. All would take pride in knowing the others existed as monuments of our historical struggles to establish the uniqueness of the individual. The Jew would feel at ease and peace celebrating as a Jew within the church of Christianity, and the Christians would take the Jew under their wing. The Christian would feel at ease worshiping within the mosque of the Muslim, as the Muslim took the Christian under their wing. And so it would. And so it would. You believe it cannot happen, and you are right. It cannot happen presently because we do not have a unified view in place. And so things remain as they are. Things will continue as they are until we change. With a major cataclysmic tragedy, we will once again, as individuals and as a species, amplify the trauma of the tragedy through repeating the tragedies of our past. As much as we may not want it to occur, change will take place, whether we like it or not. This time, something will be different. This time, we will undergo the trauma of change knowing that we had a choice. We will undergo the trauma knowing we understood the process but chose to do nothing about it. In the past, history looked upon such collapses of civilization and understood we did not prevent the tragedies and understood why we did not prevent the tragedies. Our predecessors did not and could not understand how to circumvent the historical cycle of collapse and tragedies. This time, however, history will look back upon our actions differently. This time, history will look back and sadly shake its head. For history will see that we did have the understanding available to us to change, to change in a less traumatic manner. But consciously we chose not to do so. It is our choice. Thank you for joining me today. In the meantime, remember to stand strong. Stand tall against the forces in society that want to reduce you to mere flesh and blood in order to dominate you and subjugate you, when in fact you have a spark of the divine within you. And it is that spark of the divine which is made in the image of God. You are made in the image of God. You must have significance. And in fact, you must be significant. How could it be otherwise? This is Daniel, signing off. Peace.